When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hey, Dimitris. Hello. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm all right, man. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Oh, anytime. You know, I mean, we've been friends for a little bit, you know, and not only that, but with us being in that same movie group and everything, I think it's actually a good time for us to actually do this. Yeah, absolutely. How uh, long have you been friends on Facebook? Like a couple of years? I say maybe about a year or two. About a year or two? You know? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we met we met in the these uh, uh, addiction group, didn't we? Yeah, the uh, movie addiction group on Facebook. That's where we ended up meeting at. Yeah. Oh man. What talk about that group? That group is fun. I'll tell you that. Uh, that's actually one of my favorite groups to actually uh, get a lot of my material for the show and things like that and just do different things with it you know yeah the i've been on that group i think off and off for like three years uh when i first got on i don't think anybody liked me <laughs> let me guess they probably thought you were maybe a troll or something like that because some of the reviews and stuff like that that you were doing yeah i i didn't quite get that I gave valid points of why I liked or didn't like something, or I thought somebody was being a little bit uh, pretentious or just trashing a movie just to trash it. Uh, you get a lot of uh, people who do that in the group. Uh, some with, you know, good intentions. Some just, you know, just just trying to start something. But uh, with me, man, I, I I'll put it to you this way: some people like me and some people hate me. But there's really not a middle ground when it comes to me. <laughs> right. Because I remember when you used to do that uh, thing about the horrible movies and things like that, too. Like, movies that made you barf, pretty much, because of how bad it was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a, yeah. that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I got the concept of what you were doing. You're trying to generate conversation. I didn't think that it was, like, anything with trolling or anything like that. Because I, yeah, exactly. because, right, because I was like that too. I mean, I, that's exactly how I am. I like to generate conversation about movies and things like that. So I understood what you were going for. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're one of the, the few that, that do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, recently I actually got uh, blocked off of Twitter because this one movie review thought I was actually uh, actually being a troll to him. So I actually had to message him on on my own public profile and explain to him, look, no, man. I said, what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to generate a conversation with you. And then after we got that settled and everything, we became good friends. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, could, could you tell us what it was about? All it was was about was the fact that I said, basically, he was act- asking about the Star Wars fandom and stuff like that. I said. I said, to be honest with you, I was steer clear of the Star Wars fandom because of the fact that we have a bunch of people that don't like Star Wars because of the 
a couple of new newer Star Wars films, so I think I would actually stare clear of that. But he thought I was actually telling what he can and cannot say and everything. I was just trying to advise him. I don't think that's a good idea because of how bad the fandom actually is. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars fandom is, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, it's violent. Yeah, it's violent. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've met a few uh, Star Wars uh, fanatics in my uh, lifetime uh, during Comic-Con, and those, those fans, man, you say anything negative towards uh, the Star Wars series, yeah, it, it doesn't. The conversation just doesn't end well. <laughs> no, it sure doesn't. And, you know, this is what I wanted to do for tonight. Uh, basically, we had a bunch of stuff that actually dropped down from the DC fandom Comic-Con. And this is actually what I like to call my sweaty news because of the fact <laughs> that I'm a... <laughs> because I like to actually call us who loves comic books and stuff like that sweaties. And okay. I call... Yeah, so I'm like a big sweaty. You can either be a big sweaty of comic books or a big sweaty at sports or a big sweaty at whatever it is you're doing. That's what you're a sweaty of. That's what you represent. Gotcha. So from yeah, so basically I'm a sweaty at comic books and movies and pretty much anything within within the entertainment stuff. <laughs> so I'm big uh sweaty when it comes down to that. So anyways, and of course, I just want to let everybody know, this is not Dimitri's from the FTO Nerd Talk podcast or anything like that, uh, which is the Flipping Tables Over podcast. This is just uh, a friend of mine from another group, so I just want to let everyone know that. But <laughs> anyways, um, so let's go on ahead and talk about some of this stuff that dropped today. Yeah, let's do it. So, All right, so... What is the main thing that stands out for you? I mean, we have the Batman trailer that dropped. We have the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer. We have, of course, a title now for the new Shazam movie. We also have a couple of other things within the DC uh, realm today. So what stands out to you? Oh, wow. Um, everything? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to go with uh, the, the Suicide Squad. I just saw okay. the trailer for it, or I, I guess you can't really call it a trailer. Kind of like a, kind of like a little, yeah, featurette. That there, that that's where you call it. Uh, about it, and it looks fantastic. It looks really good. <laughs> I agree, because here's the thing. I was worried at first. I'm like, okay, I don't know if James Gunn might actually get what they're actually going for. But I'm like, wait a second. It has, it actually has a shark in this movie. It has King Shark. So I'm like, this is like Guardians of the Galaxy, but set in the DC universe realm. So he'll get yeah. that concept. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, for people who don't know James Gunn, uh, he's he's kind of a nerd. <laughs> he's right, kind of a, exactly. He's kind of a nerd for this stuff. So uh, I, I like uh, that they kind of, I want to say steal, stole him away, but kind of, uh, kind of got him away from the MCU. Uh, I think with the whole... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think the third one. I've heard some rumors that uh, he, he wasn't cool with the direction they the studio wanted to go with it, and whatever. But that, that's either near or there. But uh, this this looks really good. Uh, I was honestly a big fan of the first Suicide Squad movie. I saw it in theaters. I enjoyed it. I mean, there were a few plot right. holes. There were a few uh, things I you know kind of kind of. I can nitpick about, but for overall, I enjoyed it. I thought everybody was good in it. I thought everybody played their parts 
as best as they possibly could. Uh, you've got some fans that will probably think differently. But this Suicide right. Squad, it, it looks like I, I don't want to say like a like a reboot, but kind of like a soft reboot. Yeah, that's what he's. That's what James Gunn is actually calling it—a soft reboot. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you, you'll still get some of the characters that were in the the first one. I think uh, the Boomerang guy, what's his name? Uh, Captain, Captain Boomerang. Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Yeah. That's his. And uh, Holly Quinn. You got to have her in there. Uh, I think they're maybe the only two from what I saw from the featurette that are coming back, and everybody else is pretty much all new from the yeah. DC verse of the suicide squad a lot of them i'm not too familiar with uh so i'm very excited to see where this uh, film is gonna go and if it's going to uh, kind of branch off into other movies within the dc verse oh yeah for sure and you know for me i like the fact that they actually are bringing back viola davis as well. oh yeah i forgot her yeah yeah they are bringing her back and another thing too is i want to actually mention this James Gunn is back for volume three for Guardians of the Galaxy now. They actually got that stuff squared away. So, oh, wow. Okay. I, I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, <laughs> this guy is so, a, like a, this guy, this guy's got it. I mean, he's, he's in right. two, he's in two major franchises that are going to be, to me, successful either way. Right. Most definitely. And, you know, I like the fact that I don't know what these characters are. Because now I don't have a reason to say, well, they didn't get this character right, or they didn't do that right, and they didn't nitpick anything, or anything like that, you know what I mean? So, that's what I liked about that, is the fact that I don't know what these characters' arcs are, or these origin stories of these characters, you know? Yeah, same with me. Like I said, I'm not too familiar with the Suicide Squad uh, DC verse, I would say, or the comic book verse, I should say, of, of these characters. There's only a handful a few that I knew that were of the original uh, movie. Uh, this one, this is going to be very interesting. I'm very excited for it. I think the featurette really gave you a really good sneak peek of what's in store. Uh, I, I really like it. Oh, man. Ah, it, it's just I'm, I'm just so excited for it. I am, too. And also, too, I did see Suicide Squad uh, in movie theaters as well, twice. I saw it once in 2D, one in 3D. And I said this in my review. I said, yeah, the movie's a giant mess, but underneath the giant mess, you actually do have a good movie underneath the uh, mess of a movie that it actually is, which is Suicide Squad. But, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was. It, I was I, I was a little disappointed. I might have scored it a little bit higher than what I wanted to score it now looking back at it. But, you know, I, I, I liked it. And then, of course, Michael Roker is going to be in this new Suicide Squad movie. You have Edris Alba. You have... Uh, John Cena, which I don't think anybody will see him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I like the fact, too, that they're playing off the narrative that nobody knows who these actual characters are. And also, too, this is the original Suicide Squad from the comics as well, because King Shark was actually one of the original members from the Suicide Squad comics. Really? You see, I didn't know that. I honestly didn't know that. Yeah, it was actually him and a couple of others. But, you know, I have to say, that was actually some of the things I really liked about this. And then also, too, I like how the actors are actually telling uh, telling us, do not get attached to these characters because these characters will wind up dying. Yeah, that is true. Uh, they're not afraid to kill off a character with a snap of their fingers and move on to another one. I, I'm not sure if that's kind of uh, uh, hot air 
being thrown at us, but it's it's I'm interested. I'm interested to see who's gonna stay and who's gonna live. Same here as well. We already know that Margaret Robbie's already safe. That's a given because you know, she's already had her own movie and stuff like that, and everybody really liked her as Harley Quinn for the most part. So we already know she's safe. But I'm hoping Edris Alba's safe and I'm hoping King Shark is safe because King Shark is actually one of my favorites. Yeah, well. uh, I yeah, uh, I only saw little snippets of him through the featurette. He looks badass. I, I really obviously does. it's yeah, obviously it's going to be a, a lot CGI, but uh, the CGI looks fantastic on that. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, I am going to expect some cameos from other probably DC characters within that movie, uh, either during the the credits or maybe at, way after the credits. But uh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the Suicide Squad. Same here. So I like the featurette. I like the directions they're going in. We talked about that. Uh, we talked about the actress that they chose and the character. So I think, and not only that, but I'm thinking that James Gunn's son is going to be in this movie too. R- Sean, really? Sean Gunn. Yeah, Sean Gunn. He's actually playing that little vampire type of character, CGI character, I think. It's it's not King Shark, is it? No, not not King Shark. This is like a I don't know how to describe his character. I'm actually looking at the uh the character list right now. But I'm not sure if that's like a bat or a cat or something like that. That's CGI. I'm gonna have to send it to you later on after the show. Yeah, send it to but me later on. Okay, cool. I will. Um so we got that got done and everything. So one thing that I liked about this was the Chazam news that re- got released. That I did not see. So you're you going to have to probably... It? I did not see the, that one. You're probably going to have to carry um, this Oh, uh, man. I got a little sweaty over it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I love Chazam. Chazam is probably one of the most underrated, appreciated films within the DCEU, if you actually think about it. Because nobody ever talks about Chazam. And Chazam was actually a good movie. I think that part of it is because of its uh, complicated history within the DC verse. And uh, if if you really go back in the history, uh, that that character has been changed so many times. Uh, It's backstory. It's just been a a, a kind of a controversial mess throughout its history. But the film itself, I think it came out in 2018. I'm not sure. I think it was yeah. April. Yeah, t- April 2018. I liked it. I, I thought it was fun. Uh, not my favorite character, Shazam, but from what I have read of Shazam and from the movie, they did a fantastic job with it. I thought it was great. I I'm, can't wait to see this one, too, uh, and see where they take the character. Same here. And... The name of the, they actually have a title, and this is all that we have right now. It's just the title of it. And it's Fury of the Gods. So, what I'm thinking is, is this we're actually going to see all his foster brothers and sisters back again, and they're going to have a bigger role in this thing. Because they are gods. They are adult gods, if you actually think about it. So, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if we actually see a bigger god that's actually bigger than them. That's kind of OP. And they're trying to come together to try and figure out a way to bring this other bigger god down. Yeah, that that's an interesting story. I mean, like you said, the, the Shazam uh, is really a god, if you really look at it, within the DC verse. Uh, a very powerful god at that. So, yeah, that, that is very interesting. Um, if I'm them, I'm keeping that hush-hush. 
I I'm really am happy that they are keeping that hush-hush and allowing us to speculate as fans as to what we think that might actually happen. Also would like to actually see a little bit more of the artifacts within that whole entire realm that they actually use whenever we had the seven deadly sins. Because don't forget, we actually, they that that little place that uh, Shazam's actually at and everything, they definitely had some artifacts and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, 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 so, they, yeah. So I'm thinking that maybe they might actually, maybe one of them got curious as to what one of the artifacts are. Maybe that's where the god, the other god comes in. I don't know, but hey, it just makes me sweaty just thinking about it and just wanting to talk about it. Yeah, like, yeah, like I said, uh, I hope they do something different. It looks like the DC verse is really, really starting to come out with some good stuff within the next few years or so, given the pandemic doesn't slow everything down even further. Right. Same here as well. And so there's that little piece of news. And then we, of course, we have some news about James Gunn with Aquaman 2. Yeah, that one I'm very excited for. I'm very excited for Aquaman 2. I love the first Aquaman. It may be my favorite DC movie uh, so far. Uh, I'm very curious to see. I, I've been hearing, you know, some rumors of what's going to happen with the second movie. Um, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I, if if the, the first one was a hit with everybody, I don't think I've heard too many fans or any movie, movie lovers that didn't like the movie. Uh, I think it's going to just really blow, blow the roof off again. I think so too. And you know, I don't know if you've read any of the New 52 Aquaman or anything like that. I have not. Okay. So, basically, that's where they're basing the New 52 the stuff off of is the New 52, which is not even canon anymore. But it's actually one of my favorite story arcs within the Aquaman universe. This is actually was the Wanton comic book um, canon that was actually saying that Aquaman is badass. He's no longer that pansy that everybody knows him as, as someone that just stays in the ocean and in the comics they even say hey you're the guy that talks to fish they make fun of aquaman and then aquaman gets pissed off at the humans for uh, making that analogy uh, that's all who he is and everything to the point where they actually where there was actually a bar fight in the comic yeah like i said they they kind of They've kind of touched on that within the movies too. Right. Uh, if you uh, go back to the Justice League, Kane uh, actually did say that to him. you're the guy who talks to the fish, and right. he kind of takes offense to that. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm. Well, I don't know if we can give spoilers or not, but yeah. uh, the movie's oh, been okay. out for a while. Yeah, the movie's sorry. So spoiler alert for anybody who's <laughs> listening. Uh, he becomes the king, and I think. In the second movie, he's probably going to struggle with that a little mm-hmm. bit, um, he, getting used to being a king and trying to kind of please his uh, two different worlds because he really does come from two different worlds. I mean, he, he's really a, a human, but he's really a king and balancing that out. It, it's going to be interesting to see. And then giving the ending with Black Manta, I'm want to see how that story arc plays out too within the next movie 
just a lot of juggling things coming in the second movie. I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to, again, just be nothing but great, fantastic stuff. Same here as well. And also, too, I want them to touch on the trenches. And I know that they said that they were with the spinoff. But put that in Aquaman, too. That's what I want. I want to see more trenches and more of the origin of the trenches. Because they actually covered that a lot in the comic book realm for the new 52 and the trenches was like one of my favorite villains from that comic book arc. And yeah, hmm. yeah, so, I've, I've I've heard of the, the the character. Yeah, I've heard of him. Right, and you know, I love the fact that they actually have someone that's into horror doing an Aquaman movie because they can actually balance that out. And not only that, but I really have to say that I enjoyed the Aquaman movie for what it is. I really did. And I thought that Jason Momoa did a really good job bringing Aquaman to life and stuff like that. I mean, I don't have any no qualms with uh, the direction of the very first Aquaman movie. I thought it was perfectly well done, perfectly well balanced. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I mean, Jason Momoa, I mean, uh, who who else could you pick to be Aquaman but him? I mean, he, right. he's got the look down. Uh, he's got the attitude down, I believe. Uh, he He's a good enough actor to where you can convince him that he can be warm and tender in the parts of uh, being the romantic lead for his queen. Then he can go into the action and be a badass and just really be that superhero character. Because he, I mean, if you really see him in real life, the guy looks like a superhero character. He really uh, does. Yeah. Yeah. He really does. I, I, I've, I've met people who know him and they said that he's really a, a great guy and he's a really big guy i mean he keeps himself into like world top shape at, like at all times so he, he was perfect i think everybody else was perfect uh even amanda heard i mean i i know she's not going to be in the second one they're going to recast her but uh, right. i thought she she did a fantastic job for what that part was for her uh william defoe i think he's going to be back uh, everybody was fantastic. Uh, Black Manta, I think uh, Black Manta stole the show for me. I, I really like that character within the comic books, uh, the cartoon series. I really like the character as a whole. And he's sounds like he's not done with Aquaman quite yet from the last movie. So I can't wait to see it. I can't wait either. And I have to say, I love your speculation for, as for the second one, but that whole entire struggle is like he's trying to struggle on water with him being king and then also struggle on land where people are still trying to accept him for who he is. And they also looked up to him. So I'm wondering with all that flooding and stuff like that, if there was like any consequences behind it and everything too, to where maybe the people don't really like him as much as they did before, you know, and looked up. Uh, to him. I think that, and I think, uh, the, the, uh, what you might call it, the politics of become of being a king and having to serve the people, I think he's really going to struggle with that because uh, the first one, and he really didn't want to be king. That wasn't his uh, mission to be king. He was kind of a rebel. Uh, right. So that that's going to be interesting to see and in how he handles that now that he is king. And uh, it, I'm, I'm just so excited for Aquaman too. I am too. So another thing too that I want to actually mention is DC fandom also released the fact that Zack Snyder said Justice League will be in four one-hour parts. Did you know about that? I 
I did not know that part. That is going to be, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> it, uh, it, I mean, his, his, his cut must be long. I mean, super, super long in order for it to be uh, one, four hour intervals, it looks like. Right. But this is what he actually said. He said, maybe I should talk about how you guys are going to see the movie in what format Sander began. It's going to be in four parts, one uh, one hour each, four hours of Justice League is coming your way. We're going to work on a way to bundle it together at the end so you can watch it as a single film if that's the way you want to experience it. So I like the fact that he's actually including the fans on how they actually want to watch the film rather than saying, well, it's going to be a four hour film. Here it is. That's it. So I like the fact that he's playing around with it, playing around with the idea of letting the fans decide on how they actually want it, how they want oh, to the, view it. Oh, the fans decided on that. That well, wow. Well, this is what he said. The, uh, maybe I'm going to go on ahead. Maybe I'm. Re- let me go on ahead and reread it, and so the way you can interpret it. Maybe I should talk about how you guys are going to see the film, and what format Snyder began it. It's going to be in four parts, one hour each, four hours of Justice League is coming your way. We're going to work on a way to bundle it together at the end so you can watch it as a single film if that's the way you want to experience it. So... Oh. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, so my thing is, I think that some fans will be like, okay, four hours long is a little too long. It's kind of like The Irishman, right? Where It was like three hours long. So we watched it in separate parts. Well, I did anyways. So maybe that's what he's actually trying to say, too. Well, you don't have to watch it in four hours. You can go on ahead, split it up the way that you want to split it up, and watch it the way you want to view it. And do yeah, it that yeah, way. exactly. And uh, HBO Max has that capabilities of doing that, from what I've heard. I, I don't have HBO Max, but uh, yeah, I, that, that's going to be an interesting uh, view for everybody. Who wants to see the Snyder Cut? Same here as well. I'm excited for the Snyder Cut. I actually have HBO Max for free. Because, oh, lucky you. <laughs> yeah, because if you have DirecTV, if you have HBO and Cinemax, you get it for free. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I have DirecTV, but I don't have all. I don't have the HBO portion. That's why I don't have that. Uh, uh, I don't have that package yet. <laughs> I gotcha. But yeah, and then he also says, "I promise." You're gonna get a chance to see it, so I'm I'm geeked out over this. I, I'm totally geeked out over it. Everything that he's hinting at and everything, I'm loving what he's coming out with. And I haven't really watched any of the uh, snippets that he has been teasing because I want to be surprised by the time the thing is actually released. Yeah, if you enjoyed uh, the Justice League, I think you were really, really going to like uh, the Snyder Cut. Uh, FYI, truth be told, I actually saw a very, very rough cut of the Snyder Cut online through various, you know, third-party websites and whatnot. It, it's a rough cut where there's really no CGI. You could see the behind-the-scenes of the movie magic of how uh, everybody is at reacting to the CGI that is obviously being made behind the scenes of it so it's (laughs) it's very fascinating to see but uh i think people are gonna like it uh i if you like the justice league let me press it if you like the justice league the theatrical version then you're really gonna like 
the Snyder Cut from what I've seen. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, All I know is that a lot of stuff that was left unanswered or what you would call plot holes, I think they do a pretty good job of fulfilling that part, which is just mind-blowing to me that we couldn't get a version of that through the the, uh, theatrical run of the Justice League. Same here as well, which amazes me. And also, too, I made fun of this when I was make, trying to do my cringeworthy movie review for uh, the Twilight Saga, because um, Kamika and I are going to be getting ready to do that. But I was like, okay, so let me get this straight. We have a three-hour-long Twilight movie, but we can't sit through a three-hour-long Justice League movie. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Because the studios thought that we wouldn't want to see a three-hour movie, but yet we have a three-hour movie of Eclipse that nobody really wanted. <laughs> hey, Endgame was, what, over three hours, and I sat through right. every single minute of that. So, Same here. Like I said, there uh, people will watch a three-hour movie if the three-hour movie is worth watching. Right, exactly. And also, too... I didn't really care for the Joss Whedon cut. And matter of fact, I actually found out too that none of the Joss Whedon stuff is actually going to be in this Justice League movie. It's going to be a straight off Snyder cut and that's it. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, from what I've read and from what I've heard, uh, there was a lot of rewrites uh, of the original uh, theatrical cut that we got that Joss did that the studios supposedly wanted and that created conflict with Snyder and Joss and the studios and it was a whole big mess that played out on screen for everybody to see and what we got was a, a movie that just it, it felt like a lot, of, a lot of the movie was missing if that makes sense it when really I was does. watching yeah, when I was watching the Justice League, I liked what I saw, but there was clear that there were things within the movie scenes that were just cut short or it just didn't make sense if you really followed and looked at it. And, you know, I I saw the movie, I saw that movie twice in theaters as well because I wanted to try and do my review the best way I can. So I went on ahead and I saw it twice whenever it was released in theaters. And, you know, the first time I'm geeked out over it. The second time I'm like, okay, I'm not liking this as much as I did the first go around. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I saw it, I saw it uh, twice the same day because I wanted to get, because I think I, I was actually going to tell a friend about it and I wanted to get like a full Hey, this is how it went and whatnot. And when I saw it twice the same day, I think it was the opening day, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was opening day. Uh, it was, I, I liked what I saw. I, I really thought the movie was good. I really think people gave the movie the shaft. I think a lot, I think a lot of why the movie wasn't successful during its run was because there was a lot of, like you said, the rewrites, what was going to be in the right. movie, what wasn't going to be in the movie. Uh, the sour taste of Batman versus Superman, Donna Justice. I think a lot of people, which I, I believe came out the same year, right? Uh, as the Justice League. 
Uh, I or was it? Remember the, that? No, it was actually last year. It was it was the the following year. Uh, actually, Wonder right. Woman. Wonder Woman came out that that year. The Justice League came out yep. during the summer, and uh, I think a lot of people were sour on that, uh, and and people just weren't really through happy with what they saw uh through the trailers and stuff so it, it was just doomed to fail but i like what i saw I, I thought it could have been better in a lot of areas uh it, it's far from a perfect movie but i enjoyed it i i really did enjoy it and i can't wait for the snyder cut right and i'm not gonna say i was one of those people that hated the movie because i always say this i enjoyed aspects of the film but as the whole and everything, I didn't really enjoy it as a whole. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And, so. and I can understand why. I mean, like I said, uh, it, it could have been a much better movie than what we got. And I think right. they're trying to rewrite it. It's going to be exciting to see what they actually left out and how much different the movie is. Because the, from what I saw from the, the really rough cut they left a lot of things out that kind of ties a lot of things together. Uh, certain people's story arcs of how they became who they became. If you followed the Batman versus Superman uh, storyline into this movie, which I mean, it's pretty much co- coincides with it. A lot of things were left out during the theatrical run. That kind of was like, I was sitting there like, wait, wait, what? Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I mean, how, how did they meet? Like, uh, how how did Bruce Wayne know about this? Or how 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 did how did this video come about? Uh, how did Lex Luthor get this? I mean, it, a, a lot of things are tied up from what I've seen. Right. Exactly. There's a lot of loose ends that needed to be tied in. Exactly. So, I'm happy about the Snyder Cut. So let's go on ahead and move on to the trailers. So, which trailer do you want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about Wonder Woman. Okay. So, here's the thing. I love the very first Wonder Woman movie. I love the origin story of it. Matter of fact, I don't even remember the actual island that it was on, that she was on and everything, but I just call it Wonder Woman Island. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I love the origin story. I love how they actually go into it, especially with Ares and stuff like that. As a matter of fact, guys, if you guys want to go on ahead, check out the review that uh, Wonder Meg and I did on the cha- on this podcast because her and I, we winded up knocking out every single thing that was in the film if you guys wanted to actually check that out. But the w- Wonder Woman 1984 makes me excited about it. I think there's going to be some type of thing where Zeus is involved in this film. And Zeus winds up making a deal with Wonder Woman. And then he brings back her boyfriend. But it's not the boyfriend that we all know him from, from the first film. What do you think? That, that is an interesting, that is an interesting, uh, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting, um, I'm not, when I saw from the trailer and from what I'm, I'm gathering is that she's continuing her super, she's continuing to find herself as the Wonder Woman um, fast forward. Cause I, I think this is, if, if I'm getting the timeline right, this is an 84. So this would be yep. a little before cool. the justice league or, or after it. This would actually be before it because of the fact that, is in 1984, Justice League was in present time. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. And, 
Yeah, this is, I want to say, during the Cold War, this time period. Yes. That they're doing. Yes, so this is before the Justice League. This is before she got Bruce Wayne met. So this is, so if we're following the DC timeline, this is before Batman versus Superman. Batman v Superman. Okay, gotcha. So I I think this is maybe her trying to find her place still in the world. Uh, uh, She she took care of Ares and whatnot. Uh, She's a curator. I know that. I think it's in France, if I remember, at the end of Wonder Woman. So this is going this is going to be uh, interesting. Uh, Maybe she's. Oh, it's it's hard to it's hard to say. Uh, they they did a very good job in the trailer, not giving too much away, but giving you enough to kind of wondering where where this is gonna go. But that is an interesting thing. She makes a, a deal with Zeus. Uh, she she brings back her lover Steve, and uh, you got Cheetah. Uh, how does she become right. the Cheetah? Uh, so it, it's gonna be interesting. I, I'm I'm not sure. Right. It, it's hard for me to really put together what's going to happen because the trailer did so well of not giving you a clear indication of where this uh, movie is going to go. Another thing though, too, that I like about this trailer, it actually gave us a little bit of a piece of Diane where she actually comes from as a kid. Uh Because, because here's the thing. We think that we actually saw her whole entire origin story off of the very first Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. And everything. And this is just a continuation of where she actually comes from, where she grew up in as a little girl. So I'm happy that we're actually getting more of her as a kid and everything. It goes back to that time of Cheetah and her, where she is actually jealous of her. Yeah, probably. She she may. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to happen. She may go back to uh, her island. I, I believe it's Paradise Island. I had to think of the island. I think it's called yeah. Paradise Island, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> You're, you're right. That does sound familiar. That, that, yeah. Yeah, Paradise Island. So, uh, yeah, I, I think she might get a little homesick and she may try to go back, even though I think that she can't go back once she leaves. She, she's forever banished from there. Uh, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's great. I, I like, uh, they, I, I, we saw what the cheetah is going to look like. Obviously, a CGI, but right. it, the CGI looks fantastic. You got Christina Wig as the cheetah, so that's gonna be. Uh, she she seems like she's gonna do fine. Uh, it, it it looks fantastic. It, it just looks great. This was actually one of my most anticipated movies that I personally wanted to see. Me too. During during the summer of this year, but obviously we couldn't see it. But uh, yeah, the trailer looks fantastic. It, it did a very good job of giving you uh, enough to be excited, but not enough to kind of get the whole plot and whatnot. Exactly. And also too, this movie got is being released in October still. So that makes me even more happy that we're actually gonna get this in October rather than next year. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean I think they pushed it back long enough. Just just release it. Right. Exactly. We want to see Wonder Woman. But you know, what I've loved too about this as well. I'm hoping that she doesn't recognize who Cheetah is. I'm hoping that they actually play off the narrative like this. Diane's in the mall and supposed to be there at the same clothing store. I mean, it may seem cliche or whatever, but then they become friends. And then Cheetah's just, she, Cheetah knows who she, Diane is, but she's actually playing her the whole time. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. And then I, how can I forget uh, Maxwell Lord? <laughs> I can't right? forget him. Uh, looks like he's going to be some type of presidential candidate. Maybe he, he's devising a plan to take over something or he's definitely going to be kind of the uh, the mastermind behind something. I'm not sure what it is, but it's it's something. So I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, I think uh, Wonder Woman has been one of the, the most, I wouldn't say the most, but one of the success stories of the DC verse so far with that and Aquaman. I think DC mm-hmm. should continue on uh, more characters outside of Superman and Batman. They did a great job. They had a great plan with Wonder Woman and Aquaman because if you really look at it, uh, they did it in such a way with both movies to where they could have their own little story arc and series, but they're not necessarily tied together with the Justice League. Uh, I like how they did it. Same here as well. I like how they actually did that. Uh, the other thing, too, is I like the fact, too, they're actually playing off of some comedy elements, too where Steve is actually trying on different uh, clothes and everything within the 80s. Yeah, that was funny towards the end of the trailer. <laughs> the parachute pants. Right. <laughs> Do not jump at parachute <laughs> And then also the fanny pack at, towards the end, though, too. Oh, yeah, the fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't scream 80s, I don't know what does. Exactly. But, yeah, I thought, I thought it was real good. Yeah, with the uh, pastel uh, shirts and the colorful uh, pants. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that that's that screams eighties, and and eighties is one of my favorite eras ever. Maybe my favorite era. So yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everybody likes the eighties. So yeah, uh, I like the retro colors. Everything just blends out really well and stands out. Exactly, exactly. And I think it was a clever idea to jump to the eighties with the character. I, I I really like it. Same here. So now we just have one more thing on the list. and But I also want to talk about the Flashpoint movie. I did a little bit on my podcast, but I wanted to get your idea on that in a minute. But do you want to talk about the Batman trailer? Or do you want to talk about uh, Flashpoint with Ben Affleck coming back? We can talk about Flashpoint. Okay. So I ended up saying this. I love the fact that they're bringing back, back Ben in this movie because of the fact that he did such a great job of playing that role but i can also see what they're actually talking about where it's that struggle within himself where he's gonna be a, a beacon for barry where he's at, where barry's actually blaming himself for certain things that happened in his life and and he's actually telling barry hey look i've been through that same situation and everything but let me try and be there for you so that's what i got at that but he's also making the suit now too for barry I hope the suit is a lot better than what we got in the Justice League. <laughs> I agree. That thing looked really bulky to the point where I'm like, this reminds me of Bill and Ted, uh, where Bill and Ted made up robots of themselves. That's what the armor actually looks like. Yeah, it just didn't. It it it, it didn't look comfortable on him. It just really didn't. It just <laughs> it just didn't look comfortable. Uh, he, he he looked kind of. Uh, he looked kind of ridiculous. I mean, he really looked like uh, he was going trick-or-treating in that thing. It just didn't look good. No, it didn't. It, it looked really out of place for him. But he, as far as performance goes, he did a really good job on the performance. 
it's just the costume itself that they actually chose to go in that actually didn't feel right to me. Um, the performance, I, 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 I think we might have to disagree on that. Um, I, the, the, the Flash I know is a, a bit of a smart ass, not necessarily right. a, uh, what you might call it. Uh, he, he wasn't. I'm not going to say he was timid, but it, it, they played him off as kind of a, a comedy foil. But he, he was kind of like a, a cow, a, a little timid. I'm not going to say cowardice, but he was kind of very timid and he didn't. Right. He, he was very uh, hesitant in doing something. Uh, that's not the flash that I that's not the flash that I've known throughout its history. Uh, I True. they they played him as kind of like a smart ass, kind of like a cocky, cocky guy with, you know, a little bit of a sense of humor that that's, I think I, I would like to think that they're going to kind of change, do a little, you know, character change within that. Uh, I hope they do that. Cause I, I don't I think, think they get, will. Yeah. I don't think I could take too much of this, uh, this, this flash and uh, how he is so um yeah the flat it, it's very interesting how this is going to go i i haven't heard much about it uh, i don't think they've given well i don't think they've released or let anybody know outside of the casting choices of of how the movie's going to shape up to be right and don't forget this thing has been played around for years right now for like three or four years to the point where like okay i'm done as soon as i go on ahead and start filming that's when i'm going to believe that this thing's actually going to be done but they actually have Andy Muschietti, who was actually responsible for It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2. Really? So, oh. yeah, he's actually going to be the director and writer for this, I believe. Or he's just the director, but he said that he's not using any horror elements in it or anything like that. So he's actually going to be doing something a little bit different than what he normally does. Well, that's good. Different is good. Because uh, the Flashpoint, I, I'm not too familiar with the Flashpoint, the the actual story arc within the comic book series, but uh, from the gist of what I got is the Flash travels back through time, certain time periods, right. and uh, I, I don't want to give too much away for people who don't know, but um, it, it's going to be uh, every, it, it's going to be interesting to see uh, him traveling back in certain time periods uh are they going to explain the period of where he does travel back in batman uh v superman where he is in bruce's dream and he warns him seemingly about lois so i is it was interesting yeah that's going to be interesting i think i think it would be smart of them to kind of tighten that up because that was one of the biggest uh, mysteries to me of, of of the Batman v Superman movie was that I I, I was like what like and then one guy said I, I think it's the Flashpoint thing and I was like what what the Flash what and I was like oh okay I see what you're saying now uh, so I think they're gonna tie that portion up and then uh, obviously you're gonna get two different Batmans from two different generations that right. part I think everybody's excited for. That's the part that I'm going to wind up stuffing my face with popcorn <laughs> and everything <laughs> because I'm going to be geeked out over it. But yeah. what I'm thinking, but here's the thing. Let me know what you think about this speculation that I had that maybe Barry goes back too far into time to the 1980s Batman. It's like, okay, this is not the Bruce Wayne that I remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, exactly. Because. Because the the Bruce Wayne that if he goes back in the 80s is that because, I mean, Michael Keaton is 
coming back, uh, is it going to be the Michael Keaton similar to the 89 version we got, or is it going to be a different one where uh, he's kind of old or he's just getting started as Batman or whatnot? Or is it going to be the reverse effect? Is it going to be uh, Ben Affleck in that part? And then he goes back further in time. And then Michael Keaton is the older version of Batman. That's going to be interesting to see. Okay, now now you got my mind going too. Because I'm also thinking too, maybe the Batcave is kind of destroyed a little bit. And Michael Keaton's in the shadows a little. He's that grumpy old Batman kind of thing. Yeah, because I think in the comics of the Flashpoint, I think one of my friends told me that they actually have a, 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 a actually a, a pretty good fight within the Batcave, him and Batman. Okay, I want I can't wait to actually see that play out if they actually do it that way. Then. Yeah, exactly, and and I'm I'm happy to see that they got Ben Affleck to come back. I, that that was I'm not gonna say it was shocking, but I was a little surprised. Same here as well, because I said this even on my podcast. I'm like. I love the fact that I would love to see him come back, but at the same time, I'm also fearful for him to be coming back. Not because of the backlash or anything like that, because during that time, he was actually facing alcoholism. He was being addicted to alcohol and trying to fight his alcoholism while playing that character. So I didn't want any memories of that actually to pop up or anything like that either. Yeah, uh, that part I didn't know. That part I didn't know. Uh, I was going to say, like, uh, with the sour taste he had with uh, the writing of the movies, because from what I've heard is that the only way he would come back is if there were some rewrites of certain parts that I, I want to say he was in or the movie. I'm not, I'm not really too sure, but I heard he, he came back if there were certain things within the writing, because if you really listen to Ben Affleck in his time, as Batman, he has constantly reverted back to the writing of all of the movies and how he was, I mean, he doesn't fly out say it, but if we read between the lines, he was kind of displeased with it. And he thought that a lot of it could have been a lot more uh, better, <laughs> a lot more better or a lot more uh, uh, grounded in reality to where it would make sense for the, the audience. So, yeah, I, I think they got him back because he said he enjoyed playing Batman. He said, I, I liked it. Um, I, I really he liked his time doing it. It was just that there was a lot of things behind the scenes that kind of soured him on playing the character again. Right. And then also, too, I would like to actually see Deathstroke versus Batman. So what if Barry actually goes into the time where Ben is actually fighting against Deathstroke? Yeah, that is an interesting one. Yeah, we didn't get that. I mean, uh, yeah, we definitely didn't get that. Um, I think you will see Deathstroke in one of these movies. I want to I want to say you're maybe going to see him in the uh, the Suicide Squad. Uh, I want to I want to say that because we did because you know, I I think he fits that world because of how unpredictable the Suicide Squad uh, version or this this universe within that that movie is. So I, I I'm gonna say we're we're gonna see him we're gonna see him in the movies regardless. But I would like to see him pop up in the Suicide Squad. Same here as well. I would like to actually see him pop up in Suicide Squad. And I was also thinking, too, like, if they wanted to really connect Robert Pattinson's Batman with Ben Affleck, 
him and Deathstroke have a battle to the death to the point where he actually has to go to the Lazarus pit and to get healed up and he winds up becoming like the younger version of Bruce again. <laughs> that's that's an interesting one. That that's a that's an interesting one. But there there's so he, many so many Batmans. <laughs> right. But oh. um so was there anything else that you wanted to add to that? Uh, yeah, so um, is is there a timetable of when that Flashpoint movie is coming out? I would say maybe 2022. 2022? Okay, so, that. okay so we've got plenty of time. Right. Because gotcha. they can break ground around 2021 and still be ready for next year. Around summer of 2021. Okay, so... Yeah. But uh, so let's go on ahead and talk about like the last thing on the agenda, which is the Batman trailer, which I know everybody is going to be wanting to hear about. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give you my first initial thoughts on Robert Pattinson, and then I'm going to go in from that angle and then go into the trailer of what I think about him now. <laughs> gotcha. Because it's a total 360 on what I think. <laughs> you know really <laughs> yeah like i am all ears for this okay so i knew him from the twilight i knew him from edward collins but here's the thing i'm not one of those guys like he's typecast as edward collins i gave his movies a chance i gave his james dean movie a chance life which is about james dean i gave um just about every single independent film that he actually worked his ass off on a chance it just didn't work for me. I think it might have been the writing and the style and stuff like that that didn't work for me. So I'm like, I don't know about this. I'm still iffy. And then all of a sudden, the whole entire thing about him not wanting to work out for this role because of the fact that's what everybody else does. And then I see the trailer. And I'm blown away with this Batman voice. I'm blown away with the martial arts that they used. So this is looks like it's going to be really good. So I'm thinking that this is actually the Batman that I've been wanting to see from Matt Reeves. What do you think? Mm, I'm I'm iffy. I'm 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 torn. I'm really torn because, uh, well, I don't mind Robert Patterson. I really don't. There's only a handful of movies I've ever I've seen him in. Uh, I I saw the first Twilight movie. And it just wasn't for me. I, I haven't seen any of them Same. outside of the first one. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with that. Well, <laughs> like I said, I did like a, a movies that made me cringe review that I'm going to be working on with yeah. Tanika sometime next weekend. So we're going to be doing a review on all the Twilight films. Yeah. And she goes, I said, why are you torturing me with this? She goes, let's do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's torture. It's torture for me, anyways. But um, <laughs> right. I, I, I've I've seen him in other stuff. I've seen him in the Lighthouse that came out uh, last year. I think that might be his best performance I've ever seen him in. Um, and then after that, I want to say I saw him in a movie. I want to say it's oh, The Lost City of Z. I've seen him in that. Okay. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. But uh, the Lighthouse, I, I think that's probably his best m- movie as far as performance wise. I've seen him in. I don't mind him. I think he's a, I, I think he's a pretty decent actor. I, 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 is he, is he, I, I mean, is he like the thespian that's going to win all sorts of awards or anything? I personally don't no. think so, but you don't have to be in order to be successful. 
No, so most definitely not. Yeah, when I heard he was going to be Batman, I got why they picked him. I mean, obviously they want to go with a younger approach. Um, I, I'm not I'm not sure how old he is. I think he, from what I heard, I think he might be in his early 30s. So he's he's young enough. He's young enough to play Batman. He's young enough to play Batman. Uh, the whole he he's hasn't really worked out stuff. I I didn't hold that against him. I, I'm just curious how his performance overall. Because I, I just didn't see it. I, I, I didn't see it, but they went with him. I saw the trailer. The trailer, it, it looks good in some areas, and then the other areas, I'm just not too sure about. Um, I'm, 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 I'm leaving an open mind about it. Um, with, Like I said, with all these Batmans, uh, it, it, it's hard to kind of separate one's performance from the other without comparing right. one's performance to the other. And and it just seems like they're they're loading this movie up with a lot of things, and it's just normally when you load a movie up with a lot of things like a lot of characters, a lot of of story arcs and plots, it it just becomes a, a mess of a movie uh, in terms right. of following it. Uh, what what happens in this this uh, part of it? What didn't happen? Uh, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that um, it, it the trailer got me the trailer got me to at least buy a ticket. Now, am I going to say, oh, I, it's my must see movie? I have to see it. I, I, I'm not gonna go quite that far, but I will say that I'm interested in seeing his performance versus I'm not interested before I saw the trailer. Okay. What's some of your negativities towards the trailer? That's another thing. Though. Gotcha. So you like the voice? I didn't like the voice. I didn't like the voice. Um, I didn't. Okay. I don't like the bat suit. I'm, I'm sorry. I just it just doesn't do it for me. Uh, that um, Catwoman looks a little hokey. That that's that's just me. That's just just how I feel about it. Uh, okay. The 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 action. It looks fantastic. It actually looks fantastic. Uh, but the, the character work, that's kind of where I'm kind of um, rolling my eyes a little bit like, oh, come on. I can, I can understand that. I can understand why you would actually think that, though, too. Yeah, exactly. And, and here's the thing. This is a year one Batman. So I'm going to go off of what ACS told me, what he thinks it is, because I'm actually in a, kind of an agreement with him. And that's, you know, AC uh, Universe, ACS Universe, he's actually appeared on a couple episodes with me and also, too, I did a couple with him on YouTube. But he said that this could actually be a Batman where he makes his own suit up. We don't know uh, if he actually has all his money yet or anything like that. His funds could actually be frozen and everything, too, to the point where he actually has to make something out of nothing which is why maybe the Batmobile doesn't actually look like the Batmobile the way it does. Even in the comic book for year one, it doesn't look like the Batmobile that we all know either. So I don't know if you ever saw the Batmobile from year one. Um, I saw, um, you mean year one of the comics? Yeah. Year one of the comics. I, I did. I did. Um, it, it, Listen, that that was the comics back in the fifties and whatnot. Um, I, I, as far as the gadgets in the movie, I, I don't have a huge problem with it. Like the motorcycle, I know they're gonna have a cycle right. in it. The 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 Batmobile itself, I, those things they look cool. I don't have a, a a real huge problem with that. It's just the suit, 
the the right. character work uh, the story how that's gonna go are we gonna get another origin story of the batman i mean i think that's done to death uh, many many times over i don't think we need another origin story of batman uh, I'm, I'm just curious to see um how are all these other characters within the movie play out because it, it, it just i'll give it a shot i'll, I'll it, it's got right. me curious it's got my curiosity going versus not having my curiosity at all just by listening to what other people said and what i've seen right. online because you you've got a lot of you've got a lot of people in here you've got the Catwoman. i think you've got the painting right. in there you've got uh, I, yeah the riller you got falcone um you've Penguin. yeah yeah, the penguin. So you've 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 got some you've got a lot of characters, a lot of villains in here. I mean, so I'm very I'm I'm not too sure, but like I said, I'm I'm interested from the trailer and seeing uh, okay. more of it. Okay, so I'm also going to play a little bit devil's advocate here, just a little bit because I like to actually have some fun with this. <laughs> so because <laughs> this is me thinking and everything, it was a year one type of Batman, which is what they said they were actually going after. Maybe Catwoman doesn't have her regular Catwoman suit. Maybe she's just now getting into her first actual uh, jewelry break-in type thing. Maybe she hasn't robbed a lot of places yet to where she actually has uh, the Catwoman suit. Also, too, what if Penguin is actually playing the Riddler? What if he's actually the puppeteer? You mean the mastermind behind yeah, the, the penguin. And okay. Yeah, and, and penguins also working with Falcone as well. Okay. Because some, and what if? And th- get this, I also found out too. Colin Farrell does have makeup to make himself look like he's bigger for the uh, with the penguin. I did find out there is actually cosmetic makeup and gotcha. everything with yeah. There was I forgot who what actor actually confirmed that or whatever, but yeah, there is actual makeup with it but what i'm thinking is what if he's actually the mayor of gotham city during that time of the he's actually finally the mayor of gotham i mean the penguin and yeah the penguin okay what if yeah that's what i'm actually meaning and what happens if he's actually the mayor and he's playing dirty with falcone with falcone and everything and falcone winds up hiring the riddler or vice versa what do you think about that idea um, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, I'm not sure how uh, Selena Kyle fits in there. Um, is she going to? Because is she going to be the the? She going to be the vi- like one of the main villains? Is she going to be like the superheroine? Uh, yeah, she, she that that leaves her out there in the wind. Um, that right. that 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 does sound good. Like uh, these two guys working together uh, to try to take over. I'm assuming Gotham and trying to take down right. Batman. All of that sounds, it, it sounds fantastic. It sounds like something that could happen. Uh, I'm just, my, my fear is that there's going to be too many moving parts to where right. everybody's going to be interested in all of it. Right. I don't want it to be oversaturated. I want it to actually, everyone have their own screen time. Exactly. Because if I'm not mistaken, the Batman year one, if, the, if, from what I've heard, it, they're going with that with this movie is that this is the early beginnings of Batman and his fight and crime, trying to, I guess, learn his way of being a hero. Yep. Uh, so it is now. With that being said, is he going to be 
like uh, the the killer, like as Batman, from what I've heard, was early in his early beginnings. Is he going to be the killer? Is he going to be the Cape Crusader? Uh, is he going to gang up? Uh, is he going to just round up guys and just hand them over to the police? Is he well? How is that going to play out? I wonder. Okay, at the towards the end of that trailer, if you actually see. Batman actually fully on punching that villain in the face over and over and over again. That yeah. tells me he's going into the murdering time back whenever he didn't know he wasn't the Cape Crusader that we actually know. Yeah. Yeah. That tells me. Yeah. That tells me that he's not going to be the Cape Crusader. Yeah. And that's always kind of played, you know, iffy with a lot of fans and with a lot of people, because I've heard over the years, uh, that's the aspect of the character they really didn't like. Uh, uh, Batman is not really a killer or Batman is a killer if you really read the comics and whatnot. So a lot of his history has really been kind of up in the air as far as that, as far as that thing of his character. But if they're going to go in that route now, that's where the, the line is. Are we going to get some of these villains that are going to get killed off? So, Am I going to be invested, let's say, in the Penguin, and he's going to be a one and done character because they, we we just decided to kill him? Well, I'm I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just speculating. But right. is that going to happen? Is something going to happen to uh, the Catwoman, Selena Kyle? Is she going to die somehow? That's the issue I have with this. Are they going to invest this movie into building these characters up to where we want to see this? move forward within other movies within uh, within their version of this Batman. And I'm hoping that that's what they do. I'm hoping that they actually build these character arcs up to where we actually want to see more of them. Because don't forget, in the 1980s and 90s Batman, they killed off the Joker. They killed off Penguin. Because they didn't know think that there was going to be a fan base to where they that fan, fans would actually want to revisit those characters again. So they would go ahead and kill them off. Let's not forget they killed off Tomb Face. Yeah, but yeah, Batman Forever. A, right, that's true. They did kill off Two Face. Yep. Spoiler which, alert for. <laughs> which he got on my nerves, anyways. But. <laughs> oh. Huh. <laughs> but I, I was actually happy to see him go because of him trying to compete with Tom, oh with Jim Carrey's uh, version of Riddler. Yeah, the Riddler. But, <laughs> yeah. I like the movie. I. I, I I like the movie, like it. but it, it was it was a little bit of a mess. It was a little bit of a mess, right. but right. but uh, yeah, I, I'm just curious in that. Um, I, I've I've always been invested in villains that stay around longer than one movie. Uh, it, it makes Same. it more interesting. Yeah, exactly. It makes it more interesting and makes for a better story. Because I, I mean, come on, we we've seen the cliche. We've seen the the hero triumphs at the end by killing the villain and getting the girl. I'm tired of seeing that. I'm tired of seeing all of these villains, especially in these superhero movies, die. I wanted more continuity. I want to see the villains that a lot of us like and we invest in because of how they are written, how they are, move on and kind of tell a better story with them. right. What did you think of the whole Nirvana music that they actually chose for something in the way? <sighs> to me, I didn't really feel like it was very fitting for yeah, that's, that's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, it, it's meh. <laughs> 
like I love Nirvana, but yeah, I, I like Nirvana. Nirvana. Right, but let's see, Nirvana was in the nineties. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, they and, were. Yeah. Right. Well, they came out in '87. They were known in '87 too. So they hit big with uh, their big song, of course, from Nevermind, which is "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Uh-huh. But so yeah, I guess I can actually see why they would actually put that in the trailer now that I actually looked at the date that they were actually known and came out in was in '87. So I can actually understand why they would put that into the trailer, but it just didn't feel right to actually have that music in it, though. It took me out just a little bit. Uh, I'm not gonna say it took me out a little bit, but it, it sometimes with music it kind of gets you going to where uh, is is this where they're gonna go with with uh, is, this, is is this the time period of where they're gonna go? Because music sometimes can throw you off of a movie. True, that's true. Uh, you see what I'm saying? So uh, I, I'm not gonna. It, it just it's whatever to me, but. Um, uh, I don't think we're going to hear, I don't think we're going to hear Nirvana in the movie because it's just going to look out of place. It's just going to feel right. out of place. It's just going to sound out of place. But exactly. The, they, they picked a good song for it. <laughs> right. So uh, that's going to be it for the show and everything, man. Um, I do appreciate you being on and everything. I'm wanting to actually be on the show. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is my very first time on a podcast. I hope I did somewhat of a good job. With it was it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. definitely a lot of fun, man. Uh, we're gonna have to do this again because I did have a blast doing this with you and things like that. So anytime that you want to hop on, let me know. Just shoot me a message and everything. I and will man. do it. Uh, do you normally do it on the weekends? I do it on the weekends, depending on if I'm with my girlfriend or not. Like okay. I spend time, and so yeah, sometimes I do it on the weekends. I do a daily podcast Monday through Friday as well. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely um I'll definitely give you a holler. All right. Sounds good. And of course everyone, you guys can actually reach me at John DiGregorio on Facebook. You can also reach me on Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. Uh Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on of course on Instagram. And you can also reach me at John DiGregorio eighty five on Twitter and Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. Another thing too is guys, uh there's probably not going to be that much podcasting going on towards this week because of the fact that I'm, we're actually battling with two hurricanes that's going to be coming oh. into the Gulf. Yeah. <laughs> Where you from, buddy? Huh? Oh, no, I'm no, from no, Mississippi. This, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, God, man, uh, you're in my prayers, man. Um, Thanks, man. I, I, what, what, what category is it? It's a ca- oh, two category ones. It's little baby storms. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing like Katrina. Nothing like what we went through during no, that no, time. No, 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 that, no. That's Thank a God. once in a lifetime. That, that's <laughs> right. a once in a lifetime. <laughs> right. But also, too, this is actually the first time we actually had two uh, hurricanes coming into the Gulf at the same time that are category ones. And the last time that was that actually happened was in the Great Depression. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So talk about revisiting history all over again, but yeah, but you yeah, know, I used to live uh, in Florida, so I I I, I know. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, long, long, long time. <laughs> okay, but anyways, guys, like I said, I'm not going to be on here that much for this week because of the storms. But here's another thing, guys: 
you can go ahead if you want to you can go ahead and donate to the show this just keeps the light on at movie loves unite and stuff like that to get me better uh software get me better stuff sound quality and stuff like that for the show and another thing too is i do want to do movie giveaways for digital codes and stuff like that so you know you guys can actually get back i understand if you guys can't because of this pandemic but go to buymeacoffee.com slash movie lovers and you'll be able to buy me a cup of coffee. Matter of fact, I'll have that in the description below, so you guys can go ahead and check that out. So, enough to, until next time, everyone, stay safe. Disinfect your hands, put your mask on, and stay stay safe, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.